Listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. Good morning or afternoon, whatever it is, or night, whoever's listening. You're listening to Pod That Brothers. We are two brothers talking sports, and I'm your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur, and welcome into the greatest show in podcasting. What's up, Sam? Not much, man. What about you? Uh, chilling. Uh, as people know on this podcast, I've been traveling. I'm in Prague right now. I'm actually going to the Sparta-Prague football match. That's uh, the best team in Czech, in Czech Republic. So it will be interesting. I would uh, assume it's like a USFL football game in terms of uh, compared to the Premier League. Yeah, I would say about maybe a little better than that. That's a good comparison. But I mean, Sparta Prague <laughs> has made the Champions League before a few times. So they're not like uh, a horrible team. But yeah, I mean, the quality of the football is not the Premier League for sure. I was going to start this podcast with some USFL talk. But now, now that I've asked them, you know, I don't think we're doing that anymore. Yeah, also all my USFL research over the week, uh, I guess doesn't, it's going to go out the drain. But whatever. Yeah. We'll Throw it out, George. Throw it all out. All right. Uh, as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Sports on Tap. I want people to know, George, go check us out everywhere at the Sports on Tap or at Pod That for the podcast social media. Just got to throw that out there. And uh, we have some cool things coming. Uh, hopefully in the next couple months, a new revamped website and uh, kind of a little new brand identity, which we'll talk about on the pod at some point. Not today because we're yeah. in a little bit of a time budget. But I like that, um, like a, a business day pod. Yeah, update what we're up to. Yeah. So, yeah, the state uh, of the check union. Us out. Check us out on social media at the Sports on Tap. The Sports on is our website, which is going to be revamped. So, it's been a little slim right now. So, don't get too uh, invested in that until uh, we let you know. <laughs> great, uh, great. We're going through every NBA series. And then we're going to do Am I the Asshole as always. Um, and I think George and I decided before the podcast, we'll go with Warriors Grizzlies first because it's probably the least. Not not the least. I don't want to say least entertaining. It's actually been a fun series, but the one that's probably over. And I think we're going to end with Suns Mavs because that has probably the most topics to talk about. And it's, I feel like, you know, that in the Celtics series obviously have been the best. But let's yeah. let's let's do this. Uh, first and foremost, it's over, right? Jaws out now too. Yeah, Jaws out. And you know, you I actually think it's been the most interesting series, like the the amount of storylines out in the series itself. Um, and the actual basketball games have all been pretty close for the most part, except for the one where the Warriors won by what 30 points, but they were but the Grizzlies were in the game in the third quarter. Um, these two teams um hate each other <laughs> a lot, it seems like uh both of them are featuring some guys who have done some dirty shit in the past. And it's funny because like someone like Dylan Brooks, dirty, Draymond, dirty. I'm not saying they're dirty players, but they were both dirty plays and they both want to like sit there and everyone's like, no, I'm not dirty. They're dirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if I'd go as far as say, because I feel like there's way more hate in this like Mavs Sun series. So I don't know if people hate each other. Because John Moran and like you know what's his name Jordan Poole did do a little handshake like yeah true. I, I, like I don't think Devin Booker and Luca would handshake in the middle of the series at this point like uh, that's a good point yeah we'll get to their, their hatred we'll get to their hatred here when we talk them but I mean I know there has been a, a lot of there's a, there's a point I mean like I was it was just a comparison so yeah. I mean I'm saying like you said there's a lot of hate I don't think there's that much hate compared to the other series that we have coming up. Um, even like a team like I feel like Miami has just like hates everybody also in general. So yeah, <laughs> there's that. And I just think though that 
Um, ja Morant, who is out, unfortunately, because it kind of ruined the series. I do think he talked a little too much for not yeah. accomplishing much. Um, and like, like you saw Steph talking a little bit after the last game um, because John Morant was like, you know, talking shit to him at half court after they won game. Was it two or whatever? And it was, I, I just feel like I love John Morant. I want to start there because John Morant's like going to be a great talent. He is a great yeah. talent. Do you feel like he talks a little too much for like not accomplishing anything yet? I think, I mean, I guess I'm in the minority on John Morant. I think the John Morant love fest is too much. I, I think he's a great player. Uh, we did this a few years back with Donovan Mitchell when he was scoring 50 points in playoff games. And he's like, he's the next Dwayne Wade. Like, do we know that yet? I think sometimes you know that it's too, it's a little too much too soon with John Morant. Um, I think he's fantastic. He's a great talent, but he hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't been out of the first round of the playoffs yet uh, before we crown him. He hasn't won an MVP like Derrick Rose. Um, he he is great. Don't get me wrong, but I just think the love fest is a little too much. I think if he was talked about a little bit less, I would probably hold him even to a higher standard. It's just He's just talked about a little too much for me for what he's accomplished. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, like, he didn't even end up, like, I'm assuming he didn't even end up in MVP votes, right? Like, and we were talking about him like he was, you know, the best player in the NBA for some reason, right? Yeah. Like, um, He's great. Don't get me wrong. I, I, he is great. Yeah, he's a great talent. But is that going to, like, we, I always say this, but is this going to result in a championship? Is he going to be the number one on a championship team? I don't know. Like, uh, he might, but who has in his style? He's like the Russell Westbrook. Allen Iverson's never done. Like, he's just – there's no second guy on this team either. I guess that's my biggest problem. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Desmond Bain hasn't looked perfect. Um, yeah, in he this looks series. like he's hurt too. Yeah, he's hurt, whatever it is. And – they just don't have a number two guy, like a full-on number two guy. And I think we talked about this. They were kind of playing hero ball at the end of last game. Yeah. Although, with all this said, by the way, they almost beat the Warriors to tie it up right. to two without John yeah. Morant. Yeah, uh, and they could easily be up three to one in this series instead of down three to one. Yeah. it. There, I mean, you had that John Morant miss layup by half an inch, and yep. you have uh, – the Warriors taking their first lead with 45 seconds left. Exactly. Yeah, those two go, those two games go different. You're up 3-1. Yeah, and I think if the war if the Grizzlies didn't try to play hero ball, honestly, if John Morant was playing and they had that situation, let's just say I don't know if they would have been in that situation where they're up by 15 most of the game with John Morant. You know, you can't can't play revisionist history. But right. if he was in the game at that point where they're up by, you know, five, six, I think with mm -hmm. 40 seconds left or a minute left. I do think the Grizzlies could have closed that game out because I think they would have known so who, who to give the ball to, right? Like this was Jaron Jackson was chucking up threes to try to be the hero. Dylan Brooks was chucking up shots to be the hero. Tyus Jones thought he was the second coming of John Morant because he hit a couple shots, right? They didn't know who to give the ball to. There was no situation where they could figure out Who's the guy that's going to be the guy tonight? And that's really a problem when you're a team trying to beat the Warriors because the Warriors have five of those guys that all can hit shots. So yeah, they don't they don't fight over it, right? It's like whoever's open, just get the shot done. It's and when Steph's hot, which he got hot again at the right time. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that, you know, we keep talking about the losing team. If we want to talk about the winning team really quick is Steph's been really bad in random stretches, but then like when it matters, it clicks. Like, yeah, no, totally. He's he been, hasn't been Steph though, right? Like he hasn't been the no. like start the game hitting half court shots. It's been bad for like two quarters, a lot of games. And then, oh, we're down five with six minutes left. Like explosion yeah. time. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the step we're going to see for the rest of the playoffs. Really. Um, I'm going to say two things about Steph real quick. Then I have a really important thing I want to say, but Steph has, I think this is a Steph we're going to see. I think he's a little smarter now. He doesn't need to explode. I think he can pick his spots. When you have Jordan Poole playing the way he has been playing, when you have Draymond doing the things defensively he's been doing, when you have Clay, if Clay can just click a little bit, I think Steph is going to pick his spots and know, hey, now I, I need to take over in certain spots of the game. Yeah. For, for Clay? No, no. Steph. I'm saying Steph knows oh. like, he doesn't have to be hero ball from quarter one through four with the way pool's playing and if clay yeah even becomes cl- back to somewhat clay who hit a big shot late in that fourth quarter um then he can even pick his spots even more i think this is i think is a little not deliberate like of course he wants to hit his shots but i just think he's picking his spots a little bit more i do think though um there's the last thing i'll say about the works this series is over and we're gonna yeah. probably we're gonna have to talk about them for the next couple weeks here cause yeah because i do have one thing i want to say about them after you tell me this point my last thing with them is that i i don't know if that's gonna work mm-hmm. as much as maybe like you sound a little confident about that I, I think they're gonna need steph to be steph to win a championship just because this isn't gonna be the grizzlies right the grizzlies without right. john morant the phoenix suns or like, i think it's gonna be the suns obviously there's Me my too. prediction right the suns are a different beast than playing the grizzlies like right. for right. Right. Honest, um steph's gonna have to be the best player on the court, which he's most likely going to be, right? He's, he's mm-hmm. I mean, it's really hard to be a better player than either Chris Paul or Devin Booker, and he is. So it's like he's he is, yeah. he is the best player on that that court. But I think he's going to have to play good. And I think when it comes to guys like Jordan Poole, um, even Clay Thompson hasn't played in two years. I think once you get to teams like the Milwaukee Bucks in the championship, right, or the Heat, and you play the Suns, you're going to need Steph to be Steph in order for those guys to kind of. I feel like be loose, right? Like, I don't know if you're going to be able to see Jordan Poole, like, oh, Steph's having a bad day. I'll take over, like, in the NBA Finals against the Bucks. I just don't see that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just think, I think this is just a liberty he's picking his, his spots right now. It doesn't, I don't know if that means it will in the next round, but I think this round, that's what he's doing. But um, what I want to talk about is real quick, just quick as possible. I don't know if you've been listening to Draymond's podcast after games. This is so fucking entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, Draymond's awesome. Dude. I was like, not just that. Like, let's just say the Warriors win the NBA championship, right? Just like having a guy podcasting on an NBA championship team as the team is going through the NBA playoffs is the fucking and Draymond especially. I mean, if it was some boring guy, it's a different thing. But Draymond especially, it's just gold. It's gold. He's like talking shit after the game about blocking Jaren Jackson Jr. I know, and, and, and like it may or may not have been a foul. Like, yeah, like, like <laughs> that's no, my favorite part hilarious. of it. No, my favorite part of it is that. It may or may not have been a foul. Like it wasn't like okay, like it was a good play, right? And if yeah. it's not a foul, it's not a foul. I don't care. It's not like I there's questionable calls and no calls all the time in basketball. I don't care. I'm just saying it's like it wasn't like this like LeBron James block. Like 
Jaron Jackson took a stupid ass shot. Like, I mean, even court. if Draymond didn't block, it was going out. The guy was over yeah. six from three. Exactly. And shot. I love he was just, he said, don't come at me. You don't come at me <laughs> for a game winner. I'm like, Draymond, like, you didn't do anything like insane. After a game, like in the I'm hotel room. You. In the hotel like, room. Or I, this one's at his house, maybe, right? Because it's yeah, in it was Golden State. But... Yeah, so it was at home. But, like, yeah. I think My favorite it. thing is that he, like, will literally, what was it, when he got ejected, sprinted to his hotel. It was like. Yeah, and, like, I got to record a podcast yeah. and explain myself. Like, Actually, Colin Cowherd talked about this. And he was like, um, like, I, he was like, I think that, or he was like, Draymond will text me after games because if for those that don't know, he works for Colin Cowher's podcast yeah. network, the volume. And he was like, Draymond will text me out of games. Like I'll be done in 30. Like and, and Colin said, he'd be like, text him back. Like, dude, you don't have to do it. Like immediately. Like, it's okay. Like, he wants to. That's the best yeah, part. That's right. it's like, it's awesome. I'll be done in 30. Like, Oh Jesus. Okay. Um, but I, I will say that um, like, that was hilarious that he literally like my favorite part was don't come at me. Like, dude, yeah. the guy pulled up for a three. Like you slapped his arm a little bit, got the ball a little bit, like good defensive play, but also just a dumbass shot by Jaron Jackson. No, no, no reason to take it. A Jaron Jackson. Oh, for seven from three off a screen, seven footer fade away. Exactly. Like the right. stupid shot. And Draymond's like, you don't come at me. <laughs> dude, <laughs> okay, but I feel like, like, you know, when a, team wins an NBA championship and the Warriors are still far away from that and they always have those like the championship videos and the journey and stuff like that like I almost feel like Draymond's podcast will be fun to listen to like backwards like after they win the championship and like see the journey of them going after his games I just I find it highly entertaining and really funny maybe just because also this has never happened before where we have a key player on a championship team podcasting throughout the playoffs after right after games yeah I mean which is interesting and it makes you kind of rethink media sometimes. And you yes. know, maybe this is something that we'll talk about when we said we're going to do our like sports on tap. We'll do like a business pod, right? Like what yeah. we're up to. It makes you rethink media because even him, like he's saying things like, you know, like, well, this is the new wave of media and it's true. Right. And I think mm-hmm. um, it's a good example of like for people like us, even like, let's talk like we're talking today. It's just fun. Like shooting the shit about the games. Yeah. Like, not, like it's not like my prediction. No, my prediction is right. No, you are. You yeah. <laughs> and it's so stupid. Cause if yeah. you think about the prediction business, right? Like I'll throw a prediction. I predict the Warriors to win the championship. Okay, cool. Like, if they don't, nothing happened to me. If they would win. Yeah. I didn't get a play, and I'm I didn't like, get a I'd be shocked if they do. And it's like, cool. One of us is going to be right. And one's going to be wrong. Like, yeah. Like whatever, and my odds Great. are way better. My odds are way better. I'm like, oh, they they're gonna lose. Okay, everyone's gonna lose except for one team. Like except for one team, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it it just does make you rethink the the business because when you have guys like I'm watching Skip and Shannon, which like they're good at what they do, right? Don't get me wrong. It's just that like I, I Sammy, think, Sammy, you, Sammy, 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 Sammy. Come yeah. on, man. Well, they're talking about like like issue with the Grizzlies alleging Jordan Poole's responsibility for Jaws injury. And then one's like, yes, they should be, res- they should be like mad at Jordan Poole. The other person's like, it's basketball. Like, okay. Yeah. Like we know God, Jordan Poole pulled at John Moran's knee. It may or may not have been an accident. It happens every playoffs. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else to say about that. But the point was, it does make you rethink media. Like I, I prefer to just talk about like kind of, you know, things like we're talking about today, just shit that's happening more than, you know, the just the world of i don't know like just 
talking shit about players or like all that. Yeah, no, Although I, I totally agree with we you. do talk about players sometimes. And I have to mention one last thing about the series, which was um, something that we're experiencing this entire playoffs. So it's not just a, a Steph Curry thing, but 10 out of 10 deserves an Oscar for that uh, flop on that offensive rebound or the, 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 the Desmond Bain foul. Um, I, mean, I mean, there is a skill in flopping. I'll say that. No, it was a 10 out of 10. Like it was yeah. like talked about in the press conference with yeah. the Grizzlies coaches angles that show Desmond Bain didn't end up actually touching him. And it was like, he didn't touch him. Yeah. And he, he like, we have seen some remarkable, like Luca, Steph Curry, uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul flops. Like we have seen some amazing ones this playoffs. And uh, you know, you know, he's not as a flopper as much, and it hurt his career as James Harden. <laughs> he's, he's different, he's, he just knows how to draw fouls. He's not a flopper, but I'll tell you that much. He doesn't flop. Yeah, that's true. He knows how to draw fouls, he doesn't flop very much, but yeah. Um, I will say one more thing, and as we transition, I think we both know the Grizz or the, the Warriors are winning the series, right? We'll see what happens tonight. Is that your official um, prediction? Yeah, official prediction. Okay, cool. Wow. Um, I because we were talking about media, and I wanted to talk about um the next series because we're on a time budget today too, right? Yeah. So we'll talk about the next series, and we'll talk about media, and I guess we'll kind of we'll relay it this way. So Joel B didn't win MVP, right? They're down three two now in this series against the Heat, which still to me is remarkable. Like Joel B don't miss two games, and it's still three two series, which is better than you would expect. Mm-hmm. But he questioned Bill Simmons' ability to vote. And Sway Media citing, uh, or Sway Media, he said that Bill Simmons saying fuck Jalen Green on a podcast. He wonders if someone uh, who would say something like that has the ability to vote on NBA awards that can impact player salaries, etc. I have two things to say about this. One, um, one, uh, there's part of it I agree with, part of it I don't. Like it, it goes back to the like, okay, like you know, it's a new wave of media. Like we should be talking about things that are fun to talk about like enjoying loving the sport uh it shouldn't always be like fuck this player fuck that player but if anybody like knows bill simmons it's not like he sits there and just like says fuck this player fuck that player it's like Bro, he doesn't he like jalen green i don't like jalen green's you know, game either no he likes jalen green like i i listened to that podcast and i remember watching it was funny because these days like i like it started off by talking about how good jalen green is and then he goes I'm not voting him for his team because there, there wasn't winning basketball this year. And so it was really, you know, I was like, yeah, fuck Jalen Green. And he was laughing. It wasn't like he's was like, yo, fuck Jalen Green. There's a difference yeah. between and fuck that guy and fuck that, man. It's like me when I didn't like the, I like hated the Warriors because of Kevin yeah. Durant, right? And it's, I was like, fuck the Warriors. There's yes. a big difference between that and like, I fucking hate the Warriors. I hope something bad happens to them, right? Yeah, like, well, there's a big difference. I am, am going to make sure that I can. Because you know there is money tied to this, like stuff. Like yeah. I'm gonna make sure I do everything possible to fuck over the Warriors. Yeah, like like be that guy that doesn't vote for Steph Curry during his unanimous MVP season. It's like no, we all knew he was gonna win. Obviously, nobody yeah. tried to screw with that, right? Like you exactly. had that one New York writer that screwed LeBron that one time and voted Carmelo when Carmelo wasn't even close to being an MVP candidate. I know. Uh, like those type of people, fine. But it's like F. Jalen Green. Like he, he probably met in a joking way. And if you hate one player, and like whatever, like these guys take it seriously. You know, like a Bill Simmons takes his job seriously. He's not gonna vote for a player, not vote for a player in a what's the word like in a out of spite. Yeah. yeah. Um. But but, that, you, but with that said, you, uh, Embiid was talking about the MVP too. I have a question for you. Who was the last player? I, is Steph the last MVP? 
of the league to win the championship in the same season. I'm like trying to remember who it was. I think it might be Steph. I don't know, but um, somewhere around that it was Giannis, Giannis, Jokic, Jokic. Um, so that's 2018. And so that would be like Harden, wasn't it? When Steph last win it? Oh, to win the championship. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, I'm looking right now. The last person to win the championship, yeah, it was 2015. Steph Curry. Yeah, and then well, the year before was two years ago was LeBron too, 2013. Then yeah, LeBron 2013. It's crazy though, like like yeah. the, these MVPs aren't winning championships. Like, I mean, that's a long stretch. They're one, two, three, four, five, six years now. Yeah, that's a long stretch. Um, but I mean, to be honest, statistic kind of it's skewed with the fact that like on in last year, yeah, MVP season, so. That- that's just like this was the MVP, but we back to back. <laughs> so, Giannis, like for example, Giannis last year when probably was the MVP over Jokic too, right? But like, and he's probably, not gonna get and probably this year, probably this, yeah, he's not going to get four years straight. So that's probably where the the thing gets skewed to, like LeBron probably or Durant or the Curries of the world probably could have been MVP nine out of the last 10 years before the honest, right? Like, so the MVP skewed. And I will say that just to kind of stick on the series for a second is that like, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because Embiid played like shit yesterday and um, the heat are going to win that series. I think they're going to kill them game six, but Embiid seems like he cares way too much about the MVP. Like, yeah. Why are you talking about it after losing game five? Yeah, like James, like th- that was my problem with James Harden a couple years ago. Like he would be like in the rap, what was it? I forget what um, it was in a rap studio, but they do have like rappers on that podcast. He's like, yeah, man, I should have been the MVP. Like, dude, you lost in the second round. Like, why do you care so much about the MVP? Like, yeah. yeah well, same with same with MB. Like, why? Like, who cares? Like, like you lost game five. That's what you, your concern should be. Yeah, I wouldn't care. Um postseason to be honest like after the season like uh, i don't know james harden i don't know if that was during the playoffs or not like i don't I care don't about remember. that personally because you should want mvp as a as a player right like Embiid probably you know like deserves one in his career and he knows that like damn Jokic just got back to back and like i'm right here like you know and, and honestly in my opinion Embiid should have been the mvp uh dealing with ben simmons um considering the fact that they had to trade for their his duo guy, you know, with the last 15 games of the year. Um, but you don't talk about that after you lose a game five in your, you know, on facing elimination in the playoffs. Like, why are you talking about losing the MVP or why are you talking about like Bill Simmons shouldn't be able to vote because he said F Jalen Green? Like, okay, great. What about game six? Like you you didn't win the MVP. That's awesome. You're also about to get bounced in the second round, right? So I love this is the first time I've MB ever said or done anything I didn't love. Cause like 99.9% of what MB does says acts like I love. Yeah, I love Embiid, and it, it, I don't know if there's like context behind the question or anything like that. So sometimes like people get asked a question and all that. Like I, like he was it, asked, yes, but yeah. at the same time, if I was asked about MVP after losing Game Five, I would most likely say like I'm not here to talk about um 
Yeah. Uh, all I know is I don't know how how I would have got to Jalen Green and Bill Simmons. Yeah, I don't know how they got to that either. <laughs> so, but yeah, See, I mean, that's, I, that's what makes me think he was thinking about it way yeah. like, Um But that, yeah, you're saying that series is over. That that series has been an interesting, interesting bunch because like none of the games have really been that great. Yeah, and it could be going to a game seven this weekend. And it could somehow. be going to a game like, seven somehow. Yeah, but uh, I don't know that the. The Sixers have an interesting uh, decision to make this offseason with James Harden. So that, that's what's going to be interesting. And I think James Harden was smart enough, despite of all the shitty things I've ever said about James Harden, to realize that he's probably not worth a five-year max, and I think he might take less. And Because I don't think anyone's going to give him a five-year max. Mm, I think Philly will. They have Maybe a guy Philly. named Daryl Morey. And yeah. who's and... the most stubborn motherfucker I've ever seen in my life? No, Jesus hold on. No, he's not. Like, Daryl Morey's smarter than you and smarter than me. So don't even try to like. Act I didn't say like... dumb. I said he's stubborn. He's been stubborn about the that he can win a championship with James Harden. That's all well, he's been talking about. He can be stubborn if he wants to, but that because he's very good at what he does. And if they maybe had Joel Embiid their first two games as well, we might be talking about a series where Philadelphia is up three two. Not yeah. like I mean, let's not ignore the fact that the guy who was second in MVP voting missed the first two games. Of now that has yeah. nothing to do with like you could tell me all you want about James Harden. Sometimes you need duos, right? Like I mean, like LeBron James couldn't win series when his best players go down. Um, Steph Curry had trouble, didn't make the playoffs, yeah. and Clay Thompson was out, right? So when you lose your guy, I, I just hate the concept of like. Oh, the guy's stubborn. He's wrong. When Joel Embiid was out for two games, because the whole plan it has to include Joel Embiid, right? So, of course, of course. But I just, I mean, you you gotta kind of admit though that he's been stubborn about this James Harden thing. Like he has been hell bent since he got to Philadelphia that he wants to get James Harden, and he's been trying to get James Harden back with name, him everywhere he goes. This is the best thing that the Philadelphia's had though since. Like this, yeah, literally, yeah, there's not a single better trade you could have No, no, there's not. There's not. No, I agree with it. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying he's stubborn about it. Like, like if it, like Daryl Morey has tied himself with James Harden, no matter what. That's okay, all that's fine. We can have different opinions. I don't have to like go back and forth because I disagree strongly with the fact that he's overly stubborn. I think he okay. He's stubborn on the James Harden thing a little bit, but like. That's not a bad thing. Stubborn's usually stubborn's a bad thing 99% of the time. Like if you can say the word this person's stubborn. At the end of the day, like I said, if Joel Embiid played, would have been able to potentially we're talking about a different series. Number two, yeah. for all we know, it could be going to a game seven. And you know, James Harden did help them win the last uh, what was it? Game four was a lot yeah. of James Harden, not the MVP yeah. Joel Embiid. Um, James Harden also dealt with his injuries for the first time this year. So I don't know. He's not going to be the same player that he was in Houston, averaging 35 points yeah. a game. Um, but I don't think that, you know, if Russell Westbrook can be getting paid on a max contract right now, I think um, I would still much rather have James Harden. <laughs> True. But that's a horrible example. No, it's not. I mean, Russell like, Westbrook. Russell West, no Russell. one wants to have him on the max. He's not going to go get a max contract. Okay. First and foremost, yeah, but he, like two years ago, he would have. And then now, like, yeah. he still got traded to the Lakers from the Wizards after no, no, he got no, traded no. from the Rockets yes. after he got traded from OKC. So people do take these chances on them. And 
James Harden, I still think is on a way better app. Like, like if I told you, if you asked Joel Embiid right now, you want James Harden, Russell Westbrook? I don't even think you would of hesitate. Of course, yeah, right? yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not comparing those two. That's what I'm saying. Like, I. I'm just Harden. talking. I'm not saying James Harden's going to win shit. I'm just talking in the sense of like the contract situation. You're like, will he get a max? Like Bradley Beal wins five games a year, and, and I don't care if he's 29, he gets the max contract. Everyone gets a max contract. Yeah, uh, Michael I'm Porter just, Jr. got the max contract. Can't even stay on the court for one year. Yeah, but he's a super max with Harden. I think he'd have to get like 240 million dollars. No, because he didn't make All NBA. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we disagree on James Harden, so I would not sign him to a max. It's not an agree and disagree thing. Uh, yeah. No, because like he he's gonna get a max contract. I feel like. I mean, like there's. Oh yeah, that's fine. A, I think so too. But I just yeah. saying, I well, there's not like a disagreement. Like, I'm not telling you he's great. Like just you yeah. can't just you don't. Yeah, no, I know. If that. we're talking about stubborn Daryl Morey, you got stubborn George thinks that like. Everything, just, I, everything we say, it's like means has to be that you're like taking a no, different side. No, That's I'm not the just, point. The point I'm is, that, you, would you give him a max contract? That's my question. Yes, somebody's going to give him a max contract. That's not, but that's not a disagreement thing. The point is, like, that he's going to get a max contract. You said, oh. like, I don't know if he'll get a max contract. He will. If it's not the 76ers, do you think the Orlando Magic would do it? Yes. No. Like, I don't yeah. personally, but th- that's fine. I don't think he's going to get a max contract. Okay. I bet well, you he does. I do not think he's going to get a max contract, but that's okay. He might. He might get a max contract. I don't care if I'm right or wrong. I'm just telling you, I wouldn't give him a max contract, and I don't think he's going to get one. That's all. Yeah. Well. Okay. Now, let's just say he doesn't get it. Yeah. The only reason I believe would be that he's actually willing to take less. That's what I said at the that's what I said yes, at the beginning. But you're no, you're saying he wouldn't get a max contract. There's a big difference. He, on he an would. open market, I don't think he would. In Philadelphia, he might because Daryl Morey maybe promises agent if we trade for him, we're gonna give him a max contract. But I don't know. And it like doesn't I matter. Said, my point is that he might take less, you're right, because I think he's finally at the point where he wants to like just to like try to win, right? Like yeah. fuck it, he has a three hundred million dollar contract, but Philly would give him the max because it's Daryl Morey. Yeah. And he likes James Harden. And he they traded a lot of assets for him. They could like it'd be nice to have Steph Curry right now. Yeah, of course. Steph, whatever. Sorry, that's too close of a name. Seth. Their damn names are fucking way too close. I know. Seth, Seth. Um, but you know what? I'm actually I'm I'm gonna say I think it actually might go to a game seven. That's all I'll say. Right. But I, I think they'll lose in Game Seven. They literally, they obviously can't win in Miami. They lose by twenty five every time. Yeah. All right, um, let's move on to the last two series here. We got the all right. Bucks. We got the <laughs> we got the Bucks and Celtics. Yeah, you got you like to make just like awkward like pauses or what's going on, George? No, no, we're we're out of time. Crunch I know, but just, like, let's move on to uh, the next one. I was trying to remember what the next one was, and it's. Uh, Celtics versus Bucks, and I think that's – I think the winner of this is going to the finals anyway, but uh, it's just a shame this is not the Eastern Conference finals. I, I'm, I love this series. Yeah, I find it, like, um, not as entertaining as other series, and I don't take that the wrong way because it's entertaining, but, like, in the sense of, like, because it's just too good of basketball. Like, in a, in a sense of like, <laughs> I'm so know, lost. Here. Like, I don't no, like this is not it's entertaining because it's too good a basketball. Well, can I finish the sentence or like, yeah, I'm just good. Com- so I'm like, like when you watch the Warriors, it's like just like, boom, fireworks, this, this, like, yeah. this is just like two teams, like, layup, like, 
post up like Giannis tries like his hardest to like post up four times. Somebody jumps on his back foul. I feel like it's just like, this is like grown man, like two teams tackling each other basketball. Uh, And it's so it's like entertaining, but it's not like, I guess I'm never saying like Jason Tatum's not doing anything like, um, wow. For, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's just a lot of like, well, both teams are really sound defensively, so I think that. that does I help. guess that's my point. Where it's like, yes, it's good basketball for a basketball fan. I like it, but I'm saying it's not as fun for like a no kid is watching this like they watch John Moran or Steph Curry and like, wow, I love this. Like, this is just like pure. This is almost like back to the '90s type of basketball, right? Like right. these two teams are defending hard. There's a lot of fouls. There's a lot of sloppy ass play. Um, but that sloppy ass play is because they're both probably the two best teams in the NBA right now. Like the way they're playing, but they're playing yeah. against each other. So it's really hard to make out. Like, I don't know, like they're just both too good defensively. It's hard to even make out like who's, I don't know who's actually playing bad or good, but, or who's just, it's just hard, right? Like I don't know. I don't know how to explain the series because every yeah, game I've watched, I, I, I'm a little, like, conf- I'm a little confused by what you're even saying right now. It's hard to explain what's good or bad. Like, I'm, I'm just confused by like by Jason your- Tatum. If you go look at a box score at 30 yeah. points and 13 rebounds, right? Uh huh. He shot 11 for 24. In three, yeah. like he's been playing like shit, but like not like shit at the same time. It's just because the defense is so good. It's like players are just. I don't know. It's just not the basketball that we've been used to the last five, six years. It's been a lot of just like bully ball layups, fast breaks from just like blocks and steals happening and good defense. I'm just saying that it hasn't been like the 2010s type of basketball or 2020s type of yeah, basketball. Okay. So yeah, very different. Al Horford's been great this series. Like this playoff Al Horford is not something I expected. He was like, I thought his career was like basically over and now he's really good again. Um, he's been good, and I'll, I'll tell you why it's because he's in this series, right? Like, this is the yeah. exact type of series. Like, this was that was kind of my point is like, this is a type of series for Al Horford where it's just oh, like yeah. shit's happening everywhere, and he's like calm about it, and everybody yeah. else is like, whoa, 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 like you have freaking Giannis shooting 30 something shots, which is rare, right? Like, and you have like, I don't know, just a lot of shit happening, and Al Horford's just like, I've been here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the thing with this series for me is more, I think if Middleton was playing, it'd be the, the, the Bucks would totally have this advantage, but there is really no second guy on the Bucks. Like, I mean, I know holiday's good, but he's more of a defensive guy. It's a weird series. I, I know what you mean. It's a weird series. I, it makes me wonder, like Milwaukee threw away basically the last game of the season to avoid playing Brooklyn while the Celtics went to go, you know, won it. Got the two seed. Now they have game seven at home. And I just wonder if home court advantage is going to end up just making the series like it's going to decide it. If, if Boston wins game seven at home because of home court advantage and, you know, like it's hard to always say, oh, it was because of home court advantage. But if the crowd is wild and you can tell yeah. towards the end of the games, like I wonder if like people down the line it will have ramifications where they're like, dude, let's not throw away like the two seed versus the three seed. <laughs> We'll see. I I actually think that, um, I mean the you're right. I think from now on, like teams are gonna be like, you know what? Let's like just win. 
let's win. Yeah, let's, let's not avoid teams because it's gonna we're gonna either play the team we don't want to play down the line or we're gonna play them early whenever it doesn't matter. We have to. Exactly. It's better to have home court. Um, but I think today, uh, for those listening, this is recorded on whatever. What what is this Wednesday morning? So the game's tonight. Um, I think the Bucks are gonna win Game Five. It's like a, just a personal thought because I think yeah. Drew Holiday shot two for twenty last game. You had uh, Al Horford looking like Giannis last game. I think Bucks are going to win this. They're trading a lot of games. And uh, I think that makes the series even more interesting because I think if the Bucks yeah. lose tonight, uh, I can't see them winning two in a row, one at home and then one in Boston for game seven. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't know. There's something about Giannis that I feel like he almost has this LeBron in him now, right? That like he did it once already. And I feel like he, he knows when it's time to turn it up and win. Do you feel like yeah. he has that LeBron in him? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to call it a LeBron. I think LeBron is a different different level. We're talking top five player of all time, uh, top two player of all time versus top maybe 15 talent of all time. It's not like Giannis can actually like put the ball down and like start hitting threes like LeBron could. So it's a little different. I think my only thing with Giannis is there's just no second guy right now. Like he he's playing his ass off, and there's no one who plays harder than Giannis in basketball as a star. It's just well, I mean, who is he? There's no like with no Middleton. Middleton, remember the playoffs last year? Middleton was making all of those big shots. Yeah, that's that's true. He, he needs his like shooter, but yeah. I don't know. I still, I, I still think the guys. I think he has. Oh, I, I think they're going to win this. I, I think they're going to win the series still. Yeah, I do too. I think they're going to win today, but I will be honest. If they lose today, I think it's over. So, yeah. I don't know. Like the prediction game is impossible. Honestly, I think this is the type of series that's the most fun to talk about when it's over. I know that, like, because it really is like, oh, maybe this is the we just watched who's going to win the NBA finals type of series. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's just one of those hard ones to predict because they've gone back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, basically. Um, yeah. I they've I just, just literally alternated uh wins the whole entire series. Yeah, so uh, it's hard to even guess what. That's the only reason I'm taking Milwaukee, right? And so, um, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting series, but I do think Giannis has that LeBron in him now. And uh, with with a little bit of, obviously he's not LeBron, but I think he has that in the sense of, hey, I need you to go score 42 today and have 17 rebounds. And he's going to be like, ah, all right, let's go do this. And like yeah. he can, even without the shooting. But we'll see. I don't know. Giannis, I'm fascinated by Giannis. Like when you said top 15, I started to think, right? Like I was like, you know, like he's going to surpass Kevin Durant sooner than later. I mean, he's, gonna... he's, he's already surpassed a lot of players, two-time MVP, defensive player of the year. Well, he's, he's top 15 of all time already in my books. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go do yeah. this exercise right now, but like. I mean, but like it. I'm just saying in general, like he, <laughs> he's he's. If somebody told me he surpassed Kevin Durant already, I would can't argue it that much. He's has more MVPs. He has a defensive player of the year and one less one less NBA finals, and he didn't yeah. join the Warriors to do it. So right. I think that's a it's pretty crazy if you think about uh maybe I feel like sometimes Giannis maybe doesn't get as much as much love as like a LeBron or a Kevin Durant or those type of people, mm-hmm. but holy shit, he's there. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's amazing. He's a he's a great, great player. Yeah, and and like cool person too, like on top of it all, which is oh, yeah. like not you not all of that, not all of them get that. 
But last series before we go, George, is um, our uh, we are from Seattle originally, but our hometown right now, the Phoenix Suns, which took the three two lead and they just love tying the series up and then turning it on right this playoffs yeah. um luca versus devin booker and chris paul oh, sorry let me let me co-stars of luca and darius finney smith and jalen brunson <laughs> against chris paul devin booker and deandre Ayton. the fact that they were even tied Two two in the series, I would say, is a win for Luca in this situation. I mean, at halftime yesterday, I thought they were gonna they were gonna have a chance to actually win the game, and then it was just a horrible third quarter. Um, <laughs> man, this Luca series has been great. Like they they've won two games out of nowhere, right? But like they're just overmatched. Like Phoenix is gonna win this series. It's been entertaining, but there, I, there's no. I don't foresee a situation where we're like, oh, holy shit, Dallas is in the Western Conference Finals. I think they lose game six and we just call this a series. Yeah, I know we're on the same page with this. And it's like, we both love Luca. So it's yeah. like, it's not, it's not like we're like. I love Luca, but I hate this fucking offense that I have to watch all day of him dribbling. The James Harden offense? Yeah, like they need to go get him a second guy. But the problem with him is. He's European, and it's not like he's like you know texting all the boys in, in the off season like yo you trying to kick it. He's like in Slovenia, in Greece and shit. Like it's not Smoking like he's boys. Who can yeah, it's not like he's not part of the AAU crew, so it's not like he's gonna recruit anyone to Dallas. So I don't know where they're gonna get the second star from. Yeah, he's not out there like LeBron at like AAU games, right? Like right. kicking it with Russell Westbrook, and it's like not like Russell Westbrook was a great co-star for LeBron, but. It's kind of the point you're making. He's not in L.A. Yeah. smoking cigars with Russell Westbrook talking about it. <laughs> Which is why yeah, it's not like the Porzingis thing was the, the move. It, it was. If Porzingis was. could stay healthy, and, but he couldn't. Yeah, and he kind of did at the end of this year. But Porzingis, I think, is just – that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. He also like thinks he's the number one, which he's not. So there's that's an issue in itself, but yeah, I, I think Dallas is clearly outmatched. I mean, we were like DeAndre Ayton finally woke up yesterday and had like 20 and nine, I think it was, and that was with Chris Paul having seven points. They still won by 30, and yeah. I think that was a clear sign that hey, like I mean, they had like Kill Bridges with 15 points, DeAndre Ayton with 20, Devin Booker with 30. And Chris Paul didn't really have to do much, and they still won by three points. I think it kind of just showed, oh, wow, they are very outmatched, and this series is going to end sooner than later. Now, now, what's crazy about these type of series, just like the Miami series, it's like you just need one win when you're Mavericks or Philly, and you're in a game seven, just like shockingly. So you got to close it out if you're Phoenix. They're going to close it out, and it's a, it's it's actually a fun rivalry. I think, like, I don't. This is Phoenix's year to win it. I don't. If they don't win it this year, I don't know how long Chris Paul is going to play at this high of a level. But they're still going to have a rivalry with Dallas because I think Luca and uh, Devin Booker to get like they just don't really like each other. They they don't vibe. Um, two guys who I I also don't think are like the two guys going to the AAU and hanging out with other people. So it's kind of funny that they don't like each other. But that's yeah, what but, I want. I like people but, like this. But Devin Booker, <laughs> people like Devin Booker. Think about it. Chris Paul joined the Suns because he said he wanted to play if Devin people Booker. People like Devin Booker, but I don't necessarily think Devin Booker gives a shit if people like him. Yeah, but that, but his his thing is I don't think it's gonna be it wouldn't be hard for him. I mean, he recruited Chris Paul to a really shitty Suns franchise. 
Right. I don't even know if he recruited him. I think Chris Paul just like, I like his demeanor. That's the difference. Exactly. But that's the thing. I feel like that's not going to happen as much with Luca. Also, I I agree. Part of that circuit, right? Like, Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell want to play with Devin Booker because they yeah. went to high schools or colleges together. Like he at least has that thing where people are like, even Kevin Durant, right? Like when people are like, Oh, who's like the guy that people don't talk about enough. Like Kevin Durant will always be like Devin Booker, low key. Like yeah. he, ha- he gets that love that Luca maybe doesn't because he's an international player. Like you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. So I think that's the nice thing for Booker is he has the recruiting ability um, because he's maybe just American makes it easier. <laughs> Um, and, but uh, the, the rivalry is going to be fucking awesome. Like yesterday you had, you know, or two days ago or yesterday, it was yesterday. Everybody acting tough when they're up is what Lucas said. And he called him a pussy ass bitch. And then Booker did this like amazing flop. Right. By amazing. Yeah. I don't, I mean like Steph Curry's, I mean like very good acting, not amazing that I like flopping, but he looks up at a guy like iPhoning him and what does he say? The Lucas special. And it's like, damn, they really, like to talk shit about each other yeah and it's nice well i like that i mean it's, for me this is what i want so it's like for me when i see this it reminds me about the way basketball should be in sports in general i don't need everyone like hugging and kissing before a game to make it out i agree with that yeah i don't need you it's a playoff basketball like i like yeah. what like Giannis did right like you see Giannis and marcus smart tried to help him up he like fucked yeah. him and then pulled his arm back it's like exactly that doesn't mean Giannis is an ass it doesn't mean he's like I, I saw them like laugh about it, like at the end of the game, because he was just like, "It's playoff basketball," you know, like, you know, like. I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty simple, like, yeah. you know, buddy, buddy. Yeah, seriously. Um, so I'm reading something now too. Booker asked CB3, "Why is that funny?" After Paul's caught laughing when the reporter brings up um, Booker's la- late playoff debut. I don't get it. Right. It took a long time in his career before he went to the playoffs. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Booker's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, that's some NBA talk. Uh, we were going to talk some Tom Brady's contract at Fox, but we're on a little bit of time budget. Oop. Let's get to uh, our final segment, George, which is Am I the Asshole? All right. Which was going first? I'm going to give you a really fast one. Okay, mine's fast too. So, which one is it? I hope it's not the same one. Let's see. Does it have to do with a bra? No. Okay. I almost mine's really fast. Okay, mine's fast. I just want to say this one because it's. I think it's funny. Um, am I the asshole for asking my dad's girlfriend to wear a bra around the house? Is that the whole thing? Hold on. My no. dad's girlfriend lives <laughs> with us, along with my siblings. It's my dad's house, and she moved in. I'm. I, 18-year-old male, have noticed that she sometimes doesn't wear a bra around the house. It makes me uncomfortable. I asked her if she could wear a bra because it makes me uncomfortable that she doesn't. She responded with no because it's her house too. I don't think what I asked is too much to ask. Am I the asshole? Follow-up question. How hot is she? That I was getting there. <laughs> if she was hot... Then you're not an asshole. You're just an idiot. Yeah, you're dumb. Um, if she's not hot, you're not an asshole. Like, no one wants to see some saggy old riggedy boobs. Yeah, I think I think it depends if she's hot. But you know, this whole <laughs> I know. mom story thing—it's like <laughs> I, it sounds bad. But yeah, but it does depend if she's hot. Yeah, I feel the same way. I just thought that was a funny one to bring up because it, it just a, it makes you think one. of an odd storyline here, right? Like, 
This kid, you know what? Actually, I'm going to take a guess um, that she's not hot. Otherwise, I totally he'd probably... agree. Otherwise, he would not have an issue at all with this. Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, she's not hot. And uh, you're not the asshole, but you're also you're an asshole and you're also not the asshole. I mean, like at the end of the day, like, you know, it, it, like if she's not hot and you're going to, she's actually going to be your stepmom and like, you know, be around for good. Like it is her house too. Like if she doesn't wear a bra a hundred percent of the time, it's not like she's walking around naked. Yeah. You, you know, can deal, you can deal with the no bra really. If you really, if you want to go think about yeah, it, it's so, probably not comfortable. When, I mean, I think a lot of girls when they get home, they're like, Oh, I can't wait to take off my bra. Exactly. Actually, they, they said uh, most of the comments were saying like men don't understand how like uh, um, men don't understand like how uncomfortable a bra is sometimes. Like, so if she's at home and she's comfortable, like you shouldn't be that uncomfortable with it. Like, don't look at her. Don't look at her breasts. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I actually agree. He's the asshole. He is an asshole, but like I just want because she's probably just not hot. Then that makes him even more of an asshole. He's just like, yeah. dude, I don't want to see this. If he was, if she was hot, he wouldn't even ask the question. No, he wouldn't even be on this fucking forum right now. Hundred percent. Uh, we were gonna do a separate episode for the other one, but if they're both fast, let's just throw them on on the end of this. Uh, today. All right. I can, uh, I, I can, uh, we can. We'll we'll plan for next week for those listening. We'll have a, right. a episode by itself for Am I the Asshole? All right, yeah, this one's short too. So, um, all right, Am I the Asshole for revoking my uncle's wedding invite because he refuses to dress up because quote unquote blue collars don't dress up. I'm 30 years old, female, getting married in September. We're planning a pretty normal wedding. I did specify a basic dress code in the invite. I'm not expecting black tie and heck, and heck, well, I'd be happy with something basic like a decent polo shirt or blouse. My uncle, 60-year-old male, refuses to dress up for anything because he feels that blue-collar workers like him don't dress up like white collars do. I have nothing against my uncle's work, but his job is a good chunk of his identity. It's quite annoying. He's done this before at other functions. He'll wear a dirty car heart or dirty hands clean money shirt. He's refusing to dress up at all. and There's a decent chance his clothes won't be clean. Am I an asshole for revoking his invite? Uh, yes. You're the asshole. Okay, you can't revoke anyone's invite. If he's going to be that one guy that embarrasses you at the wedding, just put him in the back corner table and uh, like, let him be by himself. Tell him that. Be like, if you can't dress up, like I can't put you somewhere like, front row as my uncle but you can't revoke his actually you know what george they're both assholes yeah i mean his uncle could put on a clean shirt and shower for god's sake like his clothes yeah, won't be like, clean his clothes I'm wearing won't my be safety clean. vest <laughs> like, yeah I'm, I'm wearing my dirty car heart that i've been d- doing lumber all day yeah he probably smells too like people whose clothes are dirty tend to have an odor that is not very pleasant and not good enough for a wedding and not good enough for yeah, a like wedding. what is like, he expecting to wear his like Timberlands with like a Carhartt pants and shirt? Like, yes, that's okay. what he expects. That's what he expects. And I don't think that's fair to the wedding either, or the people who have to sit around him at the wedding. Yeah, I don't think it's fair either. I'm gonna say he's the asshole more than anything, but I also don't think you have to revoke his invite. No, there has to be a way you can get through to him where he doesn't have to dress up. Like, literally, you don't have to dress up, man. But like you don't need to wear a tux. <laughs> yeah, just wear something clean. Throw something that makes you smell good on, and and just don't make a scene at the wedding. 
stomach scene. It's like he's gonna be, in the, she's gonna throw him in the back row, and he's gonna make a scene like, "I'm in the back row because I was not allowed to wear what I wanted." <laughs> yeah, God, it, it, I, I mean, shouldn't have invited my drunk uncle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know how this guy became drunk all of a sudden. I mean, he might be a good guy. He just <laughs> doesn't dress nice. But yeah, I feel like I kind of feel bad. <laughs> doesn't it feel he, like the drunk uncle though? Like I yeah, refuse it, to wear. A suit. <laughs> I mean, like right away, I went to racist drunk uncle in my head. Yeah, like is he racist? Does. If he's racist, then you totally shouldn't invite him. Yeah, we're we're making a lot of assumptions. I called him a drunk. You called him a racist. I think you should tell your uncle I'm willing to buy you like a shirt. Like, my, well, you... I, I'll tell you my favorite comment. Yep. Tell him it's a child-free wedding, so he can't come unless he grows up. Wow. <laughs> that one would not go that that one would not go uh go well. No, no, it would not. I liked it. That that's a, that's a good response though. It's a good response. It is a good. It's a great response. Yeah, like grow up, dude. Put on a suit. Okay, I don't like wearing suits that much either, but like if if I have to for certain occasions like Yeah, do. It. Actually I don't like wearing suits, but I, I do like wearing them at weddings. I feel like it's just the time to do it. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's really not a big deal. I mean, if, Damn if, uncle. if the if the previous uh, Reddit, uh, am I the asshole, can put on a bra, you can put on a fucking suit. Well, she, she actually didn't, <laughs> wouldn't put on a bra. It's kind of funny. They're both about putting on certain clothes. Bra is way different. Absolutely different situation. Um, and... I think it's so funny that this guy will not wear a suit to a wedding. It, it, it does. I mean, Sammy, you're right, though. It's a different situation. And sometimes, like, people need to just adjust. Yeah, just don't be stubborn. That's all. Exactly. Don't be like Daryl Morey, according to George. Exactly. To don't tie this all me. together, don't be like Daryl Morey. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for today, I guess. Um, Make sure to check us out everywhere at the Sports on Tap um, and at Pod That for the podcast. You can find us everywhere with both those accounts, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, TikTok, wherever you want to find us. Um, anything else, George, is the question? Uh, no, that's it, man. Um, just been enjoying the basketball playoffs. That's it. Nothing else. NBA playoffs. I never heard someone call it the basketball playoffs. I like that. I've never called it that myself either, and I don't know why I said it that way. So, love watching the football playoffs, and the basketball playoffs. I've never heard that. I always hear NBA. Wow, that was me different. Too. Yeah, me either. Basketball playoffs podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> I'll give you guys my rundown next week on the Euro Cup Final Four, since I'm going to that. Well, give us the rundown on like uh, how it is. Don't I don't think anyone cares about how the who, who's in it. Do you I know who's so. in it? The 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 teams, yeah, yeah. Of course, I know who's in it. You can say all four. Yeah, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Olympicanas, and Athenas. Okay, you're just lucky that it's like the four Euro teams that everyone knows. Those yeah, and I, I know really they're just the four best ones. So. Yeah, like it's not like no unique team made it. Okay, so I know those teams too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's all we got. And uh, me and George are going to be. Uh, I, I think I said this on our last podcast. It was just me by myself. If there's ever anything that we're in the mood to talk about, you might find a solo George, George Pod or a solo Sammy Pod. Stay tuned for that. But you can expect us together every Wednesday 
every Wednesday. We're serious this time. We're trying to do it every Wednesday. <laughs> and uh, hopefully an Am I the Asshole podcast every Friday. Not this week, but we're getting back in the groove of things. And uh, any other updates like that, George? That sounded yeah, that, pretty correct, right? Yeah, it sounds all correct to me. And uh, if you want to follow my travels, I guess, I'll throw that out there. Look up uh, my channel on YouTube. You can see it under the Sports on Tap channel. George, 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 traveling around the world, covering sports and travel. Lovely. Well, uh, we'll be back next week or before if something happens. One of us want to hop on and talk some sports on here. We will. So much love. And uh, we'll be back next Wednesday or before. I, I never know what to say there, George, because like we could be back before on a solo pod. But exactly. me and George will be back Wednesday. Perfect. Much love. Enjoy the basketball playoffs. Yeah. Thanks for on, tuning on, in. On the television. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. This is the Sports on Tap. And you know what we like to say. Cheers to sports. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to 